Hey, fellow entrepreneur, ever feel a little fragmented between midlife and business? It's no wonder, because as a go-getter, most likely you're also a doer. Chances are you're doing a lot, both in your life and business in this season. Am I right? And often, in our sincere desire to be great in what we do, we listen to a whole lot of voices besides his, including well-meaning family and friends, or even peers and coaches. And then we're trying to please them. All of that can lead to a heart and calendar that feels, well, a little all over the place. Can you relate? Today, I want to remind you that you're first called to be in him. Then you can do. And when you have an undivided heart with a clear vision from him, you will see and feel more focused with both your time in life and business. That's why I've invited my friend Karina Calhoun to have this conversation. She's a disciple of Christ, podcast host, and a dedicated consultant and coach for women on their entrepreneurial journeys. With a deep understanding of the challenges faced by women pursuing business ventures, transitioning to full-time entrepreneurship without prior experience, or juggling side hustles alongside commitments, Karina empowers women to overcome obstacles and achieve their aspirations as a trusted ally, offering guidance and inspiration every step of the way. And today, you're going to hear some biblical truth with practical tools to create an undivided heart and go be great with God. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Well, welcome everyone to the Redeemer Time podcast. I am excited to welcome you, our listeners, and I'm really excited to welcome our guest today, Karina Calhoun, um, to the Redeem Her Time podcast. So Karina, I just let's start. Tell us a little bit about you and who and what is filling your time in this season of your life. And then specifically, kind of help us see, understand what has helped you to develop a passion for what you're doing right now to help serve um, other women. Absolutely. Thank you, Lisa, so very much for having me today. As you said, I'm Karina Calhoun, and I am originally from Fayetteville, North Carolina. I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina for about 17 years before I heard God speak Genesis 12 to me, where he says to Abraham, leave your country, your people, and your father's household and go to a land that I will show you. I will make you great, a great, great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great. And so I have been here in Richmond, Virginia since that calling 
since that prompting of the Holy Spirit, I live here with my now forever husband. And between the two of us, we have two wonderful, or three, I'm sorry, three wonderful girls. Not sure how I got two, but three wonderful girls. And uh, how I am working through and seeing what God has given to me is just really my passion for seeing people live in their purpose. I think that really boils down to it. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a question that so often we're asking, right. Is what's my purpose and why am I here? And, you know, we find our value, um, you know, so attached to those types of things and, and, and yet as believers, right. I think there's this, there's this difference in our purpose, right. Because our purpose ultimately is to glorify him, right. It's really not about us at all. It's not about our actions. It's about our being, and just and and who we're being for, and yet he does lead us to do specific things, right? That are us fleshing out, you know, that purpose. So, you know, so you had that time where you felt like he was telling to you to move and things like that. But how did you really develop this like passion for helping women around their purpose and kind of figuring out what that looks like? You know, oftentimes I find it comes from our own personal journey of figuring that out for ourselves. Uh, and then looking around and, and bringing others along that journey. But tell us a little bit about your story as to how you came to this place. Absolutely. And you're right. It did start with me not knowing my own. I, I tell people that I was one of those people as a young person. If you said, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I could never see. Hmm. I could never see past my right then. And having grown up like that, it was a wake up call for me that if I am like this and I was like this well into my thirties and to be honest, my forties, now that I'm in my fifties, whoa, I've got it. Right. But I I could not pinpoint it. Even having been in Christ, I still could not pinpoint what really is my purpose. What is it that God would have me to be doing? I knew some of it. I knew bits and pieces. And so that really solidified it for me that I can't be the only one. So I have to be on this path to help other people because, you know, the Bible talks about we all, uh, all that every joint supplies. And so if every joint supplies, then if we're disjointed, then what are we supplying? Mm. So that is so key for me and vital for me as far as my purpose is in this earth and that I'm living that out. Because like you said, it's not necessarily about doing and, you know, all of these things. Yes, he said in Genesis 12, I'll make your name great. But how can he make your name great? Not just for society, but in the Lamb's book of life and then what you're doing for him. So all of that is encompassed in that. So that's how I started, just really bumping around the earth, trying to figure out who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? And often learning the hard way. I feel like that's what happens for those of us who go on to coach other people. It's because of all the mistakes that we made and all the things we wish we would have thought about or knew or been spoken into us, you know, at those different times in our life. And, you know, now we can kind of help share share that with other people. I love the fact that you talked about being disjointed. And I want to kind of like zone in on, on that because, you know, I do, we talk a lot on Redeem Your Time uh, about, about how we live in a really distracting and demanding world, right? And I feel like we are disjointed. Like maybe our bodies are in one piece, but our hearts and minds are in 
a hundred different places, right? You can even be sitting down with someone you love and through your, in your mind, you're scrolling, right? All the things you could or should be doing or what you have to do next or what you didn't get done before or, and you're not really fully present, right? And so let's dive a little bit more into this whole idea of being disjointed or having a divided heart. Um, specifically, you know, my audience is women um, and busy Christian women. So we've got a lot on our plates and we're wanting to do it, you know, in a way that honors him. And yet I think we all still really struggle with this. So kind of from your experience and expertise, like why do you think that this is such a problem or a struggle for, for Christian women in us being disjointed and having a divided heart? Shock statement. I really believe we don't fully understand our sonship mm. accordingly. That it, and it's really, it really honestly boils down to what you've already said. It's not about us doing specific things or certain things. We're already in Him. Mm. We've already been adopted into the faith of Jesus Christ, into His body. So that means, in essence, just that one thing means we're whole and undivided. Mm. But when we begin to take on society's thoughts and ideas, that's when we become divided because we're trying to give our attention to all of these things over here. But if we have this pure focus of, God, what is it that you want me to do? How is it that you want me to do it? then the division dissipates mm. and we don't have to keep trying to do things the way society says to do it. It's, you know, we know the Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun. However, God says, come up here and I will show you a new thing. I will show you this open door. So if we come up to that righteousness, to that, that sonship in him, then guess what? We have a new blueprint. We have the the path that is before us. It is illuminated. So I really think that to combat that disjointness, we, we really dive into our own purpose, who God has called us to be. And then that way, we're able to know exactly what we need to do. There, the confusion really just, it, it, it goes away. You know, I, when I didn't know who I was, it was because I was listening to so many different people, including people that met me, that their, their intentions were, I'd say this all the time, they had good, good, good intentions. Oh my God, Lisa, they had good intentions, but they were not God intentions. Mm -hmm. And so because they were not God intentions, I was fragmented. I was all over the place. Wow. You know, I remember, and I, I tell this story, I remember when I was just about to come out of high school and my mother asked me, what do you want to do with your life? And I said, I want to be a hairstylist. That was the thing that I wanted to do. And she said, and I'm just being transparent here. I'm being very honest here. She said, you know, Karina, and I've already told you I'm in my fifties. So right. that gives you the time frame. A while ago. She said, <laughs> Yeah, she said, you know, you have to remember that uh, through civil rights, we have fought, Black people have fought so hard to not be in those types of service positions. And so that created 
a limiting belief inside of me. And she said, you've got to go to college or you've got to go into the military. My parents are military. So that created a limiting belief that was not broken until I was in my forties. So I wanted to give that real life example. She meant so much good, so much good, but it was something, it was a seed that was planted that hindered me in so many aspects of my life for so many years. And so even those people that mean us good can pull us off of the path that God has for us uh, and and create that disjointment within us. I love how you said that he already makes us whole, right? We are already whole in him. But what happens is instead of continuing to look just to him, what do we do? We start looking around us. And I'm, I'm reading chronologically through the Bible this year. I'm in Ezekiel right now, which has got a lot of hard stuff, you know, to kind of wade through. I'm really glad I have this resource to help me really understand and kind of pull this out. And I'm looking, as I read through scripture this year, I'm looking for evidence of the with God life. So I'm looking for God's invitation to us to, you know, be with him. And when he says, I'm with you, you know, and I am your God, you know, and I'm looking for the response that people had or didn't have. Right. And so the Israelites, of course, have been center stage for most of the Old Testament uh, and looking at when they started looking around at all the other nations around them, they started looking around at the other gods that those nations had, the way they were doing things. Oh, it looks like they've got things made. They have a king, right? Like, And then they started looking, you know, even at their own, what, you know, their own strength and power and what they had built and things like that. That's what divided their hearts and Mm -hmm. essentially eventually led to the place where, yeah, there was really a separation in their relationship with God. And yet he still continued to reach out. But, you know, I, I just, I heard that. And what you were talking about is who are we listening to, right? Who are we looking to? Are we truly looking to him? And if so, it's going to be that whole heart because it's going to be in, in who we are in him, or are we looking around and then we've got the fragments the fragmentation that goes on, the disjointedness, the distraction, uh, and all these other areas. And then, you know, it has a ripple effect. You talked about this, like how it affected you for decades, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure it, it, it affected different areas of your life, your faith walk and relationships, and obviously what you chose to do for your, you know, work and service, um, probably even choices around your wellness and, you know, your money and things like that. Um, so, you know, a divided heart is not where we want to stay, right? We all know this, and yet it's this inner struggle, right? That we can say one thing, I want this and have great intentions, but then not always be living it out. So on Redeemer Time, we always like to get really practical um, so that we can find ways to incorporate either regular rhythms or routines or habits or just action steps that we can take to be intentionally living out and following through on these things that we talk about. So Will you share with us some practical steps that we can take or some, some specific things we can think through to start coming back to that place where we do have a whole heart and we're not fragmented all over the place? Absolutely. And that's really a great point. I think really the first thing that we really need to do is go back to Jeremiah 29 and 11. Lots of people quote this, but do we really truly fully understand this, which is I know the plans that I have for you. God has declared this, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. And really what this means, Lisa, is, and I think we need to look at it in, in really what he meant is there was an intimate relationship that he had with each and every one of us before we actually came to this earth. And in this intimate relationship, he has spoken to us what our purpose is 
for here on mm-hmm. this earth. Before you knew, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. How amazing is that? He knew us before every mistake that we would make, before every word that we would utter, before every tear that we would cry, before every step we would take, he knew us. And so before everything, he gave us specific instructions. And so now it's time for us to go back to him and say, here I am. I know fully who I am in you. I am righteous. I am holy. I am pure. I am who you say that I am. And so now that I know this, now that I've accepted this and I speak this, I am in agreement with you on this. What is it that you would have me to do in this earth? That's number one. Really find out from him, not what, you know, someone thinks your purpose may be, but really what God says. What is it that he would have you to do? Sit in his presence, inquire of the Lord. And then the next thing, which is going to be the, the the big thing is when he begins to open this up to us, we've got to really understand it. And then as Habakkuk says, write the vision and make it plain so that those that run may read with it. I'm sorry. So that those that read may run with it. So if we, in order for us to write the vision and make it plain so that someone else can read it and run, because keep in mind, they've got to read it while they're running. So in order for, for us to make it plain, write it, make it plain, we've got to understand it fully. And so getting in his presence and understanding fully what that purpose is will keep us from being un- will keep us from being divided and fragmented and disjointed because we know exactly what we need to do. I know what I need to do in relation to you and what you need to do in relation to the next person and the next person. We each have our own place. We know what it is. We're not trying to be this. We're not trying to be this. Right. We're exactly where God has said, this is where I need you. And we're so not those, wasting a lot of time running yeah. in circles, right? Or zigzagging back and forth, or I think it was this, wait, maybe it's this, you know, like I, I just look at how much time and energy and resources, right. That he's mm-hmm. given us that we sometimes waste because we're not willing to sit first, like you said, yes. and really hear and be clear and then to follow what, what he showed us, uh, and going forth. Okay. Sorry. I, I wanted to, I was just had that picture in my mind of that runner, right. Just kind of absolutely it. All right. And did you have a third one that you were going to say after that? No, it was just those two It's really those two, because that is the full, that is the fullness of it. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. And taking the time. And I feel like, especially living in this world where everything just exponentially keeps going faster and faster and we have more access to information. And so decisions are being made so quickly and information is coming in so quickly. It's easy for us to just jump in and just, you know, start running without yeah. really asking, checking in, uh, was this from the Lord or was this just, you know, some other voice I heard, or was this just my great idea? 
Um, you know, and then really like letting him then, you know, lay out our steps, you know, Proverbs talks about, you know, commit to the Lord, what you, you know, what you're going to do and he will establish your steps. Right. So I can, you know, I can even say, okay, I'm going from point A to point B. This is, this is where I feel like he's leading. And yet I still want his wisdom and direction and discernment for, okay. So then what are the steps to, to move in that direction and not, take off on our own. Okay. I got your rubber stamp on my plan. Great. <laughs> See ya. Right. right. Gonna cost us a lot more for sure. For sure. So let's talk about the other side of things, right? So we talked about like what happens when we have a divided heart and we're, we're fragmented, we're disjointed, you know, we're, we're maybe wasting time and energy and resources and, you know, just kind of not really feeling that like that, that wholeness there of that purpose or whatever. So on the other side of it, right. When we do really start to grow in this, cause it's a process. We're not going to figure this out tomorrow, right? Exactly. Like tomorrow, you know, but like, how does this growth process, you know, really change us? Like, what does it allow us to, you know, really be more available to when we start really coming from that whole heart versus a uh, fragmented, distracted heart? You know, the big thing, Lisa, is that it's going to provide for that. We all have it. It's, it's in every single one of us. We have a deep need for fulfillment and joy. And it's going to provide that when we are able to become one with what God says, because that calling of whoever he's called us to be, however he's called us to be, it's going to keep calling to us until we become one with it or we leave this earth. Hmm. And so once we really lean into that, that fulfillment is going to be there. It's absolutely going to be there. And yet there's also this piece of it of like, I never will have arrived. You know, like I look to like my grandparents who were on both sides. I was blessed with a very rich spiritual heritage and, and, and both sets of grandparents walking with the Lord up until, you know, the day that they, he took them home and, and they were never like, Oh, I, I'm done. I'm, you know, my purpose is fulfilled. Now I'm just riding out the rest of my time here. It was this ongoing, like really wanting to be, you know, in alignment with the father and, be, be with him and then be willing to serve in the way that he was calling to. And so while we may feel, yes, like I feel more fulfilled, it's never going to be, a, okay, I checked that box and now I can just kind of coast, right? The rest of life, it's this ongoing journey. Absolutely. And that's the thing when we, when we don't look at it as, as our, I, I would say our natural fulfillment, but the fulfillment of him and his purpose, that doesn't dissipate. So until you leave here, that it's always going to be there. But when you're in him, it's a difference of I'm chasing, chasing, chasing. And I'll give you this analogy and I'll be very quick with it. But I tell people when you are in Christ and you know your purpose, uh, it's different than when you're chasing dreams. Everybody mm -hmm. talks about, let me help you you know, reach your dreams, you're chasing dreams. Well, when you're chasing something, it's probably not yours, right? Most likely it's not yours when you think about it in that term. And so when you're chasing something, you're probably out of breath, you're tired, you're distracted, you're frustrated. All of these negative things come to mind when you think of chasing something. That's what the world is doing. Mm. That's what we as believers should not be doing. And we cannot do that. Because what we can do is say, okay, God, get into his presence, find out what he has in store for us, and then write that vision. That, that vision becomes clear. 
the vision is always there in front of us. We just can't see it because of the world has put all kinds of things up. And so as we are in his presence, he clears the, our own lens to see the vision that he's placed. And as it becomes even more clearer, we're able to stand in him and pull that vision towards us slowly but surely every single day of our lives until we leave here. Guess what that does? It makes, it, it ensures that we're not tired. We're not frustrated. We're not out of breath because we're not chasing something. We're simply standing in him and we're pulling that vision towards us more and more every day. That's such a great analogy. I love that, right? Who wants to be chasing all day long? I talk about chasing squirrels, right? We we literally chase squirrels all day long in our lives and we are exhausted yeah. and yeah. spent. And then we're no good to anyone and anything and we're not fully present, you know, with who and what matters. And so when we can just be in him and realize going back to what you said about like, you know, he knew us before even creation, right? Before we even were here, that had nothing to do with anything we did right? Exactly. Oh my goodness. That's it. That's it. So why do we think that we're going to try and, you know, earn our way or do enough or whatever, right? Like it's just, and not that there isn't action that comes together with that knowledge of our identity, but it always stems from that identity and letting that be what guides us. And I love that, like pulling the vision to, to you versus chasing after it. So, so what, what's a piece of encouragement? I'm, I'm thinking of that woman who's listening right now and, you know, she's struggling. She's like, Karina, Lissa, like I'm, my heart is really divided and I really want, you know, I don't want to be like this because I feel really disjointed and I'm chasing, I'm chasing things and I don't want to keep doing this. What would just one piece of encouragement that you would give to her be? Uh, I would say, and it, and it's going to be a three part, but it's one, but it's three part. It's seek God and mm -hmm. that's in your word. Seek him in your word mm -hmm. daily. Uh, also within that, get godly counsel and also get support. So that godly counsel can be two or three people who are going to be able to speak into you truthfully, authentically, and as led by the Holy Spirit. And then the support is a group of people who are like-minded. Such a difference, right? And when those things line up, right? When I, I was just sharing this with a friend the other day, when his word and his spirit and that wisdom from other people, when those three, thing, three things line up, right? Then we know that we're heading in that right direction. Um, but if, mm -hmm. if one of those is way off, we have to come back, you know, and check, uh, and yeah. double check those things because that's when we start getting divided. So uh, I love your heart. I love just your, your passion for the Lord and your passion for women and, helping us to have a whole heart that's fully committed to him um, and not trying to earn that place, but just um, acting out of that place, right? That he's already put us in. So I know you, you have other resources, you have things that you do to help women. So tell us just before we go a little bit about what you have to offer women, how, who you support, how you help them, where to find you. Absolutely. So I support women entrepreneurs who are in one to five years of business who really want to infuse cash into their business. And they can do this by uh, I can help them setting up their back office, really getting that organized, uh, learning how to network. People are shocked to find out that I'm an introvert. 
but mm-hmm. I love networking because I have a strategy. And then also being a guest on podcasts, just as I'm doing here with you today. And so I help women really lean into those uh, avenues so that they're able to really get in front of folks that they want to get in front of. And so as a resource, I do have, I love boundaries. Boundaries is something that I am a huge advocate for. And so I do have Beyond Boundaries, the Confidence Catalyst Toolkit that I am offering folks. And in this toolkit, Lisa, they're able to really unlock their true potential and go through this modules, these modules of self-paced toolkit. And I'm super excited to be giving that. And if you want to learn more about me, you can go to gobegreatcoaching.com. Will be great coaching. I love that. That's so easy to remember. And we will make sure to link that in the show notes so that Thank people you. can find that and grab that toolkit. I'm 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 just such a believer in having resources around us, especially from women like you who are seeking the Lord and how they're creating these things and not just the way the world tells us to to live these parts of our lives, but, but really in a way that's honoring the Lord. So thank you for what you're doing and for the impact that you're making. And I love that. And thanks so much for sharing your wisdom today. I know that many women, whether they're entrepreneurs or not, are going to be blessed by our conversation because this divided and disjointed heart is something that we all struggle with and, and, and need to be mindful of and, uh, and aware of and all of that. So just on a personal note, in closing, I always love to ask my guests a question to get into your heart and calendar, because that's what we do around here. What is one thing that you would love to make more time for in this season of your life? Doesn't necessarily have to be business related. It can be, you know, something in another area of your life. What's, what are you really wanting to be able to pour into uh, in a deeper way? I would say spending time with my daughter. She's going to be 26 this year and God is uh, just really right before my eyes. He is blossoming her into this amazing woman of God. And so I would love to experience her as an adult um, walking with the Lord. Ah, what a beautiful time of life, right? You, you don't have to do all the mom stuff. You can kind of have a little bit more of that. Like we're friends and yet you've got the wisdom of life experience yeah. and you're walking. Absolutely. With the Lord. Oh, what a beautiful thing. Investing in that investing in relationships is always going to have a return, not only in this life, but also for the kingdom and for eternity. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Karina, for being with us today. Thanks for sharing with us. And I just challenge you if you're listening today, you know, to, to really take some of these, um, these things, these truths you've heard, these tips you've, you've uh, gleaned to heart and, you know, let's follow through on putting ourselves before him. So that way we don't have a divided heart and we're whole in him. And then just living that out in our with God life. Ooh, girl, are you feeling inspired now? And a little less fragmented. I think we all needed the reminder that he is the one who makes us whole. So that way, We can stop giving our attention to all the people and things around us that just make us feel fragmented and unsure. And I love that it's first about the being, then about the doing. Do you believe that he knew you and called you to be his before the creation of the world? Good, because that was before you did anything. Next, I want to challenge you to take some time today to prayerfully consider the two steps Karina laid out. Number one, to create an undivided heart by just being with God and knowing who you are in him. And then two, writing out a clear vision with God of what he has for you to do on this earth in this season. So here's today's community question. How will you seek God in godly counsel to create an undivided heart in a clear vision? I encourage you to come seek godly wisdom and support inside the Redeem Her Time community with other Christian women 
as well as a few like-minded Christian coaches like me and Karina. That's why I'm inviting her and you to come join us at redeemhertime.com forward slash community. And if you're looking for more resources to help guide you, be sure to grab Karina's Beyond Boundaries, the Confidence Catalyst Toolkit, and I'll be sure to link it in the show notes. And if you're needing permission and direction to just be before you do, be sure to grab the Fill Your Cup First Guide at redeemhertime.com forward slash fill. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you have called us first to be your own before we even do anything. But then thank you that you have also called us to do great things, not only for you, but also with you. God, we confess that it's easy to feel fragmented in both our hearts and our calendars because we scatter our time and attention to so many other things. God, may we come to you first, knowing who we are and whose we are, and may that guide the things that we spend our time doing out inside the world. And Lord, we thank you that even before the creation of this world, that you knew us and you loved us and you called us and you prepared works for us to do in advance. God, may we be faithful in filling up first with you so that we can pour out exactly in the way you've called us to. Thank you for your wisdom and the wisdom of other godly women to help us on this journey. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, we'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile. And that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.